0: the fan podcast about the Marvel Netflix series. I'm Claire.
1: I'm Mel. I'm Matt.
0: And I'm Robin.
2: Sweet Christmas!
0: (laughs) Uh, I hope everyone had the sweetest of sweet Christmases, not only my lovely co-hosts, but also our lovely listeners. Uh, yeah, I hope it was very. Soon. Uh,
1: they're not answering. <laughs> they're probably they're probably all diabetic now.
0: <laughs> I probably I think I am. I I've just I've opened a mystery box of chocolates that was sitting next to me, and I found that they're chocolate Brazils. So I'm quite happy. Oh, uh, that's very nice. Glass
3: earwax. Oh, I like chocolate Guatemalas better.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyway, we have three very special guests this week—not two, three—because we have a bonus guest. Uh we have the lovely Heath and Angela? Yay! Oh, I have to be little- <laughs> Hang on, we have the amazing Angela and the heroic Heath. Yay!
4: Oh, you're Stanley. Uh,
0: of course, you have to Stanley, and we may no, have uh, a little a little cameo as well from um, from their cat, the. Oh, excellent, Elfie!
2: Yay! She <laughs> just walked up as he
0: said that. <laughs> is someone talking about me? She's, wow. like, she's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
5: that's, that's
2: pretty much
0: <laughs> all she says. <laughs> we'll get that's some that's comments true. from her later when we'll be like, "What's your rating, Elfie?" Meow, meow, meow. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So I just like that. Oh. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> 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 it would just be Elfie cast this week. It would just be yeah.
4: Elfie the podcast.
0: Elfie, the, oh, the podcast.
4: Oh, my Elfie cat doesn't
0: meow, yeah, so does meow, so she would be terrible podcast. She doesn't meow. She's meowed maybe three times since we owned her. Yeah. A good cat. So I should ask Keith and Angela, um, thank you for being here, obviously, but what is your knowledge about Jessica Jones? Are you newbies or oldbies? And how much did you know about
5: her?
4: Oh. oh, we binged the whole series. <laughs> Yeah, we, I, we both finished the whole series and then i am um, I've read the comics have you
2: i've i have not read the comics i've you've told me a couple of pertinent things in yeah. it and I knew about the character like when I read through a uh, civil war uh, then she was there and yes
4: definitely yeah I, I read uh alias and then I read um oh the when she went to the oh newspaper. the Pulse? yes the Pulse. civil the series oh, nice. yeah
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> and and Elfie likes the pulse. yeah by the same. Yeah. Cool. So, how do you guys feel having the power that you're able to watch the entire series and now rub it in uh, Robin Matt and Mel's face, yeah.
4: <laughs> like I do, which has been very difficult. I I totally respect the difficulty there in not binging this one.
0: That's I'm a little
2: terrified because we we were visiting family, so you know we watched the whole series a while back. And now we've rewatched episode six and I'm trying to remember what happened before and what happened after. we be
4: very very careful. So (laughs) we
0: might err on the side of caution sometimes. Okay. You'll be like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um, I should say my I've been watching it with my mum and dad over Christmas, my dad has fallen asleep during most of the episodes but somehow knows exactly what happened in them which is kind of weird like when you say to your dad afterwards, you're like what what happened in the episode then dad? And he knows exactly what happened but my mum is like loving it and actually guesses. Um, very early on, that it was Malcolm taking the photos. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I was like, oh, that's great.
1: Cool. mom probably watches a lot of TV, I bet you.
0: Oh, she does, yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, thank you.
0: She forced she me to theater watch theater. Downton Abbey on Christmas Day, so.
3: ah
1: oh, Forced you.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know who any of the characters are, so it was fine.
3: I was actually uh, actually spoiled on something that uh, was on this episode. I told you about it, like, weeks ago, Claire. (laughs)
0: Uh, Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, that's right, Robin. You can say what it is now if you want.
3: Oh, we'll get to it, yeah.
0: Oh, okay, okay. I mean, no
3: no suspense. I'll just say I knew that Hope was pregnant because of some stupid blog's headline. i was so pissed.
0: But you didn't know last week, necessarily, that Sissy attacked her because Hope was pregnant.
3: I loved how that worked out.
0: Yeah, which was yeah, good, because when you said last hope, week, <laughs> you thought it was the money, I was like, oh, that's good, he doesn't.
3: Like, why is she paying her and getting, mm. and, and I didn't put it together? That was good, I'm glad you didn't, but that's good. I like when that happens. That's well, one of the fun things about being a newbie, is just figuring things out. Oh, You know?
1: Yeah. Why poor Kilgrave
5: Poor then?
3: Kilgrave just wants
5: people that can resist his powers.
1: Mm. <laughs> I was just surprised.
4: But when we find out that it's all a dream and that Patrick Duffy was in the shower the whole time. Oh, you mean in episode
0: twelve? I know, right? It was amazing. oh was that later? Darn it! Yeah, I thought it was all
2: a book that Roseanne was writing.
0: I thought they were all living in a snow globe.
3: You're spoiling every show. Stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, listeners. The fact that they're living in a snow globe is a spoiler for the last season of Buffy. I'm really sorry for spoiling it for you, but. We are living in a snow globe. Maybe we're in a snow globe. Oh, oh, no. So, there isn't really any news this week. What? Warm of, snow globe. I'm, I'm sure there was an episode of Haven where they all ended up living in a snow globe. I think I remember seeing that. It was really weird. I don't know. And it was always Christmas. It was very odd. Um, there's not really any news this week, guys. I haven't seen any. Um... We still don't have an Iron Fist, but we believe they are casting at the moment, as I said last week, so hopefully we'll have an Iron Fist soon, because, you know, that would be nice.
3: We're all on vacation.
0: Probably, yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, so we, we can get into the episode. You guys ready?
3: Let's We've do it. got a
0: hefty amount of Easter eggs as well, so I hope you guys are hungry. Well, it's quite a <laughs>
3: We're going to okay. be happy after.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm happy already after all my, my <laughs> Christmas chocolate. Uh, Uh, So, we start with a very noir um, start with a voiceover um, about being under Kilgrave's control. It's Malcolm speaking, and he said it uh, kind of makes him free because you have no guilt, no fear, or logic, Um, which is kind of an interesting start. And then we go straight into our first real, real kind of introduction to Kilgrave. Uh, in a uh, who has a terrible poker face. Um, <laughs> what did you guys think of this scene? This was actually shown a few days before the series um, uh, hit Netflix. I think David Tennant was on a show being interviewed, and this is the scene they showed, which I remember seeing and going, oh, that's quite cool. But I thought it'd be in that like, episode one or two, not episode six. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys think?
5: That was very yeah. effective. It was really serious. It was neat, see? Uh, I really enjoy anytime he uses his powers, all the different ways uh, that, you know. He gets things done.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's,
5: that, he's always really ruthless, too. And did that guy seem slightly resistant?
1: Yeah, he was slightly. Oh, really? I thought. I didn't I, he that. seemed to be because he would always refuse. He would always refuse. And he would make a face whenever he did the stuff. Like, he did the stuff, but then he would be like, I'm not, I don't
5: really want to be doing this right yeah, he's now. Like, <laughs> he's like, all right, I'm home, I guess. And then, he, and then, you know, before he left, he's like, you're going to give me a chance to get my money back. Oh, he yeah, he did harping it right? like maybe
0: uh, that guy's uh, uh maybe he's orders. green lantern and he's got really, really strong wills, you know, he's
4: got the power of the will. maybe he's really hard headed, oh <laughs> yeah, but not hard headed enough, apparently
2: no, no oh, the sound
4: the sounds. Oh, yeah. it's awful. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I actually watched this uh, when it came out before the series, because I have no
0: impulse control.
2: And I I was crawling up on my couch and saying, no, no, he's doing the doctor, no, no. Yes. Yeah, I know. It's always
4: most disturbing, yeah, when he does the inflections.
0: Yeah, there's been been people talking on the internet since saying, you know, they can't watch him as the doctor anymore, because they just see, like, Rose and... um, and like Martha and all this, they're like, no, they're not companions; they're victims. <laughs> Aww, <laughs> which I think is quite funny. Sorry, Robin, it what were you going to say? The psychic paper. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, Robin, what were you going to say?
3: Sorry, I think you I was going like to say, mm-hmm. oh, gosh, I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, no, I think it was uh, you know, it's like he's. I didn't think he was resistant. I think he was just he followed the orders, and then after he's like, wait, why did I just do that? Like, you know, because following the orders doesn't mean, like, following the orders and just being okay with it for the rest mm-hmm. of your life. I mean... But, but I mean, it was, it was like,
5: something that's against his normal... what he would normally do. And we've seen Jessica do the same thing, where she wouldn't normally kill someone, and she had a slight, you know, a slight moment of escape, where she was... she almost escaped him, and then he got hit by a bus. Hmm. So, I think, I think if people are strong-willed enough, and you make them do something they would normally never, ever do, slightly...
3: So, they might mm. be more aware of it, yeah.
0: Mm. Mm. Well, maybe also, it the, the opening narration
3: I didn't mm? take as Malcolm's. I thought I thought it was the gangsters. Like, I thought he was going to be in the group later, but I guess it turned out to be a person.
0: I I didn't remember that it was Malcolm, so I actually wrote in my notes, as I was watching, I wrote voiceover from, and then I put question mark, and then when we got to the next bit, I crossed it out and put Malcolm, because I was yeah. like, I
5: who this voiceover is. <laughs> it makes
0: oh, so, I'm deaf, I so, you I know. Yeah. Yes, but I'm deaf. I, you know, I use <laughs> do the heery bad. <laughs> that <sucks. laughs> Matt doesn't care about the death. That's nice, Matt.
1: No, he doesn't care. No, he's a horrible oh. person.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> he's in
5: cahoots with the purple man.
0: Ooh, I like the name. Cahoots, or the word cahoots. I <laughs> say. ever
5: call him the purple man on this. They should.
0: Oh, uh, he's very purple later. Um, which we'll get I to in a bit.
1: I don't. I remember seeing a lot of purple this episode
0: and he was um, a lot in. There's definitely we'll get to it because I there was a bit where I thought oh he looks really purple in this scene but I think oh, okay. it's more with the lighting um, so in the next scene Jessica and Malcolm are talking about Kilgrave Jessica needs details of the places Kilgrave went. Um, Malcolm says he knows that Kilgrave's powers aren't magic um, they're sort of trying to profile him and then we get a knock on the door and it's Luke Yay! <laughs> I, a, I, I might have drawn a little heart.
5: Uh. I recognize his silhouette.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: you can always tell when it's him because his 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 big silhouette. Yes, it's
2: either uh, him or Lex Luthor.
3: One, one little one little thing before Luke came was in that conversation with Malcolm. It was fun funny how like you know there was Malcolm was talking about like how is he doing and and Jessica's just about literally says, it doesn't matter how he does it. It matters where, where I, you know, how I can stop him or where I can find him. Yeah. So it's almost like the show like, going, forget, forget how he got the power, how he does the power. He just does it. <laughs> so just deal with it.
0: What you kind of have to do in like a lot of this? Because, you know, in a lot of Marvel, it's the whole thing of all the early superheroes were either, you know, bitten by a radioactive spider or hit with radiation or gamma rays. And the fact that when they came up with the X-Men, it was because they kind of run out of ways of making people into superheroes. So they were just like, eh, screw it. They're just born with superpowers and that's how the X-Men were created.
3: Oh, side note, though. The genius thing about reading X-Men comics when I was a teenager Mm -hmm. was that um, there was one, like, opening splash page um, where it showed uh, one of the mutants like coming to terms with uh, uh, I forget who it was coming to terms with just the fact that he's a mutant and looking at his hand and his hand had a little M in the in the palm of his hand and it's funny because I look at the palm of my hand and I see an M too. Oh, you're a mutant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if it's the same with anybody, everybody else, but I think it's kind of um, like a normal. Yeah,
0: thing. I've got one as well actually. Like a sideways there. <laughs> Let's just write in gonna, and tell us if you have an M on your hand.
3: Maybe we're all... mutants.
5: I, so does that mean so does that mean Joe Pesci was a mutant in Home Alone? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's the only way he could
4: have survived some of those things. Uh, that actually. <laughs> yeah. yes. Sorry. And
0: speaking of Home Alone, has anyone seen the sketch where Macaulay Culkin plays Kevin as an adult? Because it's hilarious.
3: Yes. <laughs> it's I would saved it. Uh, There's another one right? Daniel Stern actually released a, a re- reply to
4: it.
0: Really? Oh, oh, yeah. I,
3: I've saved that too, I just haven't watched it yet.
4: A, nice. like a, um, yep. So there's a possible Easter egg in this scene.
0: Uh, oh, do you want to whisper it? Heath, whisper it in my ear, and I'll tell you if it's in my Easter egg thing. Okay, whisper. No one else, no one uh, else will hear.
3: She actually all have Okay. No, uh, no, 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 Heath, Heath okay. whisper
0: in my ear. Go on, go on. Nighthawk? Oh, no. Uh, Bring that up in. uh, You can bring that up now, actually, because I haven't got
4: that. Yeah, well, uh, it may be a bit of a pun, and I may be reading too much into it, but there is a a chain of theaters called Nighthawk, but uh, Nighthawk was actually a Marvel character who was a (laughs) member of the Defenders.
0: Oh, nice. That must be, that must be intentional then, I'm guessing.
4: Yes. So So she says, does he catch movies at the Nighthawk? And I don't know, maybe just a name check, maybe nothing at all.
0: Well, I also know in the comics, and, um, our listeners will probably know this better than I do, because, as I've said, like, Luke Cage and Iron Fist are the characters out of the Defenders that I know the least. But isn't, um, Luke Cage, like, lived in a, or above a abandoned cinema or something, didn't he, in the comics? I'm wondering if that was the Nighthawk. I believe so. Uh, I, I don't know, but that would make more more sense that it's the, um, the member of the Avengers. Yeah, I think I remember um, there's a podcast
2: called Talking Comics that uh, there's a guy on there who has just an encyclopedic knowledge of especially Marvel, mm-hmm. but he did sort of a Luke Cage... Uh, write-up and he talked about he did live above a theater and like the way he created his character was very much based on movies Mm. and so it's very much of a cinematic uh feel to the character exploitation yeah
3: yeah (laughs) cinema in williamsburg brooklyn Mm
0: -hmm. is there (gasps) which is actually hell's kitchen in real life or where they film you know a lot of Hell's Kitchen for dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Nice. Okay. I uh, so to see more scenes of Kilgrave fucking with people.
0: You want to see more scenes?
5: <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, Matt. I wanna, I oh, Matt. Matt, Matt, sit down. I'm just going to pat your knee and go. Oh, Matt. Just you wait, Matt. Just you wait. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> you, have, you have some more to come, don't worry. Hey.
5: <sighs> yeah. So. Yes.
4: Is this the first oh time God. that they uh, that they uh, verb Kilgrave? He's been Kilgraved or have they already done that? Um, was in the last uh, episode.
0: I think they did it in oh, the okay, last okay. episode, yeah. And he, his name <laughs> gets said in the first episode. <laughs> yeah. They should just call him Zebediah, or Zeb.
3: He's,
0: you just, know, been, um, he's been
1: Zebbed. <laughs>
5: Zebby. Oh, <laughs> Zebby! Oh, Zebby! <laughs> you got oh. jam.
1: <laughs> you got Zebbed. I really want to know what British person would name their kid Zebediah. <laughs>
0: Uh, that's what I'm going to call my first child, Mel. So, how dare you
5: <laughs> say I about that name? It's,
0: it's a good old British name, Mel. Zebediah <laughs> <Sure>. Lafar.
5: <laughs> my future son. Works.
0: So, Luke Cage is back. Oh. Yay! And he wants to hire... Hey. And he calls her Jones. And I drew another little heart in my notes because I think it's adorable. Um, yeah. I also wrote a note that I like that Malcolm is wearing a Central Park Zoo t-shirt, which is kind of a nice little touch that they're in New York. Um, and Luke wants to hire Jessica to find someone Jessica recommends Angela Del Toro Not uh, Angela on our podcast However, now we have an Angela in the show and on the podcast as well So, yeah. sorry Mel uh, and Heath uh, We haven't got a Mel and the Heath in the show yet But we have an Angela, yay!
3: Angie the ball
0: and Angie the ball, yeah. Angela yeah. del Toro. Uh, more on her. I was is that was an Easter egg. an Easter egg? But... Uh, it's an Easter egg. Yeah. Don't, don't eat your Easter okay. eggs before they've been painted, Robin. All right, I'll wait. <laughs> so Antoine <Yeah>. Greer has <laughs> disappeared a week ago after getting into debt with a loan shark. His sister Serena's worried about him, um, and no, no money's been paid in weeks. Um, and Serena, uh, Jessica wonders if Serena is Luke's, you know, special friend slash his uh, what did you guys think about this? Did you think that this uh, this case was going to be a case of the week or tie into anything? Or
3: yeah, I thought we were going to get our first standalone. Mm. Yeah.
0: Did your heart grow three sizes sorry, in your get, get chest get when their hands touched over the flight. money? Oh, sorry. He. Oh, all
3: the
2: time. Oh, the well, yeah, first Sorry, the recording is breaking. Oh, um,
0: Robin said uh, he thought we were going to get our first standalone episode.
4: Oh. Okay.
0: oh Okay. It almost was. It was yeah.
4: like... Yeah, there was no, uh... No, uh... Patsy.
0: Luke and Jess solving a case. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. And... and uh, Something uh, that
4: part of Luke's Although,
2: thing. totally an unfair... <laughs> 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 it was a completely unfair question on Jess's part. Well to ask if Sue is his. Hey, are you going out with this person?
0: Yeah. yeah. And she, he was like, You broke you up with me. Yeah. <laughs> like and like every time we've like had sex you've like run out on me so uh <laughs> none of your business but their hands do touch with, all over the money and i was like oh
4: um and he's like sound, the soundtrack like starts putting in a little bit of simple music there
0: yeah you know. to 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 you know to echo yeah. our, our hearts fluttering <laughs>
5: Did we already get the phone call from Jerry?
0: Uh, the phone is after Luke leaves. So, Jessica tells Luke to uh, text her the info about Antoine, and she's going to search his place the next day, and then Luke leaves, and then Jerry phones up while she's stroking Pam's hair in the car.
5: Alright, my next note was, is she willing to, like, sleep with Jerry? Is that what's implied here?
0: Who, Jessica?
5: Yeah, wasn't there something about, like, a... Yeah, she Leak. says,
4: uh, oh. if, if, if this is a booty call, I like your chances.
5: Oh, And then she's sure. like, it's Jerry. And then then Jerry's like, it's Jerry. And then she says, I know. So she knew, she knew who she was saying that to. Her.
0: Well, she does owe Jerry a favor, doesn't she? Again. Yeah. Jer- Jerrica? That, would that be their ship name? Like, Jerrica out of Gem and the Holograms?
5: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ogones.
0: But I feel bad for Wendy, because now, like, you know... Jerry's like, oh, you have to find dirt on Wendy. And it's like, there is no dirt on Wendy, because she's perfect, because she's Climacy Jane. Oh, we love her. Uh, and this is when we find out that Hope was attacked in prison.
5: I have a theory about how all this thing with her with her wife's going to go.
0: Oh, you must say.
5: I don't know if I should bring it up now or later. Uh, well, I'll bring it up now. Okay. Well, it has to do with uh, why why Jerry wants the, um, the fetus there or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it's because she wants to not not for anything for the case. I think it's because she wants to figure out how to get Purple Man powers for herself. Oh, that's Yeah, and then she can just make her ex-wife, well, her wife, divorce her, and do other things that she's mentioned that she'd like to do.
0: <laughs> Maybe. What do you What do you guys reckon? What do you reckon, Robin?
3: I like the idea that Jerry's the hidden big bad. That's that'd be really cool. Mm. Mm. Okay.
0: We shall see. Is she predicting that, that she's the hidden big bad?
3: No. Yeah, she wants, that would be she that. wants the triple-man power, so that's
5: why she's taking the fetus.
0: And Kilgrave's going to get defeated in the next episode.
5: Uh, I don't know about that, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, she's
1: going to be a season two villain. Ooh, okay. Well, then they
3: have seasons with the same power for the villain.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Kilgrave is Professor Walsh and uh, Jerry's Adam. <laughs> Adam. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That I means she needs a gun arm or whatever Adam had. Do you have a gun arm? I'm I can't okay remember. Didn't he have where you could put floppy disks in his chest? Oh, that's yeah. so. R- I love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it was another time. Flavor. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, so, jump of anything that gives Carrie Ann Moss more to do. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I love her. She's. I love her in this so much. She's great. She's so so good at out- playing like an icy bitch. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Turns out they were just in the Matrix the whole time.
0: Oh, no! Well, episode thirteen. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, Daredevil
3: comes and breaks. We now know know what the Matrix is. I cannot tell you what the Matrix is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No one knows what the Matrix is. Not even the writers. They've not got a clue. (laughs) <laughs> oh, so Jessica visits Hope in prison Hope won't accuse her attacker um, Jerry bribes a guard To find out some details It was Sissy Garcia um, Who hasn't had any visits So she hasn't been killgraved Sissy um, Garcia is the, the person we saw obviously In the previous episode Who checked out uh, Jessica's ass um, Jessica speaks to Sissy And gives us some cash for the machines um, And Sissy tells us out that
4: The sunships Stunship is actually another marble hero. No, is it? Not, <laughs> not,
0: not. <laughs> and so is tackies. What about tackies? That could be a the marble hero. He's just super tacky. A, I have the power of tackiness. Um find out Hope wanted the beatdown and paid for it. What did you guys think of this? Did you guess that she was pregnant at this point or I didn't. I think they, but they I did it like, well, uh-huh. I didn't realise that she was pregnant either, Right like, until she said it. I was like <gasps>
4: Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking along the same lines as Jessica, that she was she was trying to, you know, end herself or, or maybe, you I'm know, sure punish herself that's somehow. That's
3: what I thought, yeah. Now, Claire, I, I I sent you an article that said that, I, I said this spoiled this for me, and it was in the headline. It was something like, something about grappling with Hope's pregnancy on the show or something. Mm-hmm how that relates to like how abortion issues are dealt in real life or whatever the portrayal of abortion issues on television maybe something like that mm-hmm. um, and then you said well you didn't get spoiled on the bigger thing which is a part of this article and it, I was just gonna ask do you remember what it was or if, if, if it's come up yet
0: uh, I'm not saying
3: because that, that was kind of like a teaser to me <laughs> I'm not saying you're not saying
0: no i was I will say nothing well it was more of the spoiler that says that she's Pregnant, but it was more the spoiler that um, Jerry is after the fetus.
3: Oh, I had no idea. Yeah,
0: so I did. You know, that's. I think that's a bigger thing because it's like, oh my god, you know, like what's Jerry up to? Oh,
5: okay. So, cool.
0: Yeah, as long, I was, I was more worried that you'd get be spoiled on that, but you weren't, so I was
3: happy. I was yeah, happy. All this time, I was like, happy. she's pregnant, she's pregnant, she's pregnant. Mm. <laughs> it was really. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, and the, there's a two-month wait for the Doctor. I was like, what? That's ridiculous, right? Two months? There's no um, way you should have to wait that long. No. And Corporate th- course um, in prison. Oh, it's awful. This is also the first time in the show, and this wasn't sort of said in the comics, although it's obviously been heavily hinted, that they flat out say that, that Kilgrave raped Hope. And mm-hmm. we you know think that maybe you know like maybe it was the same with um, with Jessica but they they actually flat out say it whereas in the comics with Jessica um, it was a lot more it, it wasn't basically set out out you know flat out and it was a lot more emotional abuse rather than, yes, than so, sexual psychological. abuse yeah psychological abuse whereas here it's it's obviously it's both um, mm-hmm. which I thought they were quite brave to say that because, I don't know I I thought it was a a good choice because it is really shocking because I think some people watching the show may not have realised that up till now but then it's like no this guy is I mean this is how bad this guy is you know he's not just making people throw coffee in their faces he's you know he's he's a
3: monster not just a mind rapist, he's like a rapist rapist. Yeah, exactly, <laughs>
0: exactly, yeah. I'm finding it hard to word it. I don't know what I thought. But I thought, you know, it's um, I, I don't know, it, feel, it felt to me like they were being quite progressive in just, you know, in saying it like that. I don't, what do you think, Angela?
2: Um, yeah, like, rape is often done so poorly mm-hmm. in media. Like, it's usually used as a shorthand for, oh, this guy is awful. Look, he rapes this person. Or, oh, this person is going through horrible things. Look, she got raped. And it's often incredibly sexualized and, you know, sort of used to titillate the audience and everything. But here, it's shown... Well, it's not shown, Mm. but the effects are shown in all their horrificness. And it is not sexualized in any way Mm. and, you know, showing and having uh, her, you know, say, and I'm not going to use the quote, but having her say that this thing that she, that's been done to her, she's living with it every day. And it feels like it's happening again and again. Mm. Yeah. I I don't know. I I thought they did it really well.
0: Yeah. It it felt, very different to me as opposed to in other shows like you said like I I am not as articulate as you Angela that's why I was like and now I'm going to pass to oh you should have been articulate <laughs> Angela at the start there you go oh,
1: that's superior <laughs> um, but I
0: I couldn't really word it but I I think that's it It's it felt very different to me as opposed to how they've dealt with the subjects in other media Um I think they did it really well Um but it, the scene ends with Hope saying she will do whatever it takes and she won't give uh, she won't give birth, so whatever it takes, she will do. Um, and Jessica says, okay. Um, we don't know, obviously, what Jessica
4: has planned. And especially, one one example that I, Angela and I were talking about this very thing, but I think back to, like, 90s movies and the whole mind control thing. So you can go back to a movie like Love Potion Number 9. Mm-hmm. Which seems, you know, at the end of the night, sort of a harmless comedy. How they find a love potion. and But then, no, that movie was about serial rape. Mm-hmm. It was about serial rape. It was a, a nice romantic comedy about serial rape. And nobody had a problem with that. Um, because of the way that it was presented as sort of this fun sort of fantasy thing when the reality is much closer to Kilgrave. Yeah. Or the song or
5: the song Baby It's Cold Outside. Yeah. Or don't even get me started. Oh,
4: yeah. Oh, oh,
0: that song's so oh. creepy. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. We've been playing that like in the store with the uh, Christmas music and I'm just like, Oh, this song is creepy as hell. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, so in the next scene Jessica talks about how um the Antoine, uh, missing missing Antoine case is personal uh, due to Luke's involvement. Uh, she sends Kilgrave that day's photo and smiles kind of aggressively. Um, and Kilgrave is looking at houses online. And this is the scene in which... And he's in a bar. And I think it's the same bar that Trish and Jessica were in in the previous episode. Yeah, you know the one yeah. where they did the, um, the strength test? I think it's the same one. It looks like it. And even after watching... That episode again, where they were in the bar, because I watched that yesterday, I think it is the same one, Um but this is the, the, the scene in which I thought he looked very purple, because the lighting's very purple, Um I don't know, like this is, I, I thought it stood out in, in this one, Um and he scrolls back through the photos so we can see that she sent him several now, so it's obviously several days later, and he smiles, and there is a quote, but I won't say it. I guess. I don't
1: know.
2: <laughs> when they first saw the scene, I thought he was, like, working on a
1: screenplay. <laughs> he's like the, uh, the yeah.
2: smoking
0: man in X-Files. He writes, like, fanfic about himself. <laughs> and Zebediah Kilgrave is very cool
4: and good-looking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's totally not a rapist.
0: I'm, I'm totally not a rapist, Governor. Um, so what did you, why did you guys think he was looking at houses?
1: Well, well, I figured he's like
0: oh he's looking
1: for a place to he's live. He's homeless. He's homeless. Yeah. I figured he can go l- in any house that he wants. Yeah. I I figured at the end because it sounded like he wanted like just the way he did it. He bought the house. Mm-hmm. It, it almost seemed like he wanted to see if he was able to do things without using his powers so much. Well, and there's got to be like legally.
5: a, le- a reason. Yeah, he's got to do it legally because if yeah if he
3: if
1: <laughs> If, Dude, he agrees.
5: If, if he gets it, I don't know. If he gets it with that, or with using his powers, as soon as that guy moves away and realizes yeah. what happened, problem, yeah, he, so. he has
4: to I mean, avoid detention. It
5: looks like,
3: yeah, yeah. Well, well, I mean. When he walked in on that apartment, in like what the first or second episode, and uh, you know, he's like, "I quite like this place," and you know, he tells the kid to go in the closet, and he's like, "I hope you have something to eat, whatever." I, I when I saw him looking at um, the houses on the the computer, I was like, "Oh, so that's just how he selects." He's like, "I like mm. to look at this house. I'll just go. <laughs> I'll go to this one." Yeah, I didn't think he was gonna buy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah? I wasn't thinking of that at all. Mm.
0: Okay, I like the fact that you realize later when like he goes and buys the house. How it links back to the first epi- the first scene with him in this episode, because otherwise you're kind of like, oh, that was a you know a bit of a weird scene with him at the the game, but then you obviously mm. realise, oh, that's the money he won, he used to buy this mm. house, um, which I like well, to realise this sort of, sort of a bit later.
4: He, he's like Lex Luthor. All of his evil schemes involve real estate. I <laughs> <laughs>
0: that
2: was about really just like, like, evil. It's like he only wants to use some of the Sims cheats, but not like all of them. <laughs> like he's gonna use Mother Load, but he's not going to use like the testing cheats enabled
0: and... oh, So Kilgrave just like plays like real life Sims. Yes, he does. Oh
4: <laughs> that's fine blown. <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: Which, yeah, I guess is very telling, because once you have ultimate power in Sims, you start doing some evil stuff.
0: Oh, you really do. I mean, I I just play, at the moment, I play Sim City, like the Build It one, um, which I like, because I like, you know, building the little buildings and stuff, and I get really pissed off with my little Sims who live in my city, because they're always moaning, they're going, oh, we don't have working sewage, and I'm like, oh, I just bought you a Christmas tree, like, you've got a Christmas tree, you plays a toilet
1: flush. what do you want from me? <laughs> Yeah. So, oh, so Matt, at well, tell them, <laughs> please tell them. what
5: you did to a sim one time. Well, everyone did that. Where you, everyone whoa. did. Yeah. Were you? Uh, Were you like put them in a room with no with no door and they're There's just that, in a small the- closet and like then you speed up time and watch them die or you put them in the. <laughs> Or you put them in a swimming pool. pool Exactly. See, we are awful.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What we're saying is, if we had if we had had ultra power, all of us would become Kilgrave, basically, which is
1: terrible.
2: Yeah, uh Yeah, I I follow a Tumblr called Sims Confessions, where people like tell about the horrible things that they've done with the Sims, (laughs) 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 or the horrible things that the Sims have done when they've been away. Oh (laughs) no.
0: (laughs) Oh, I love this. <laughs> so in the uh, in the next scene, Jessica enters um, the building. She's watched by someone in a car, and she's in apartment two. Uh, she finds it has been rifled through already. So she hears a noise and finds Luke is there already, who's pretty pissed because she's late, and that's because she went to see Hope instead. Um, so all of Antoine's personal stuff is gone. So Antoine probably left rather than was kidnapped. And Jessica goes through uh, the bin and you know finds lottery tickets and things. And this is when we get the uh, title of the episode. Who's going to say it when Jessica phones up Antoine's phone?
3: I can't do that voice. No,
1: <laughs> well, I bet you can. No.
3: I don't remember what the title of the episode is. It's
1: like,
5: "You're a winner.
1: Congratulations, <laughs> you're a winner."
5: <laughs> and so so at, at this point
4: In my head I'm just going A long time ago <laughs> Jessica Jones
5: <laughs>
4: Solved some crimes And punch the bad guys
0: Someone needs to do a mashup Between Jessica Jones and Veronica Mars Particularly as Kristen Ritter was in Jessica Jones like, Was in yes. Jessica, Veronica Mars Someone get on that I want a video, it'd be awesome like Jessica Jones versus Robert Mark.
1: Come on, you'll kill me. Okay, sorry. <laughs> my control, my control, yeah. <laughs> Christmas.
0: Oh, amazing. My usual
4: that theme song involved bum fighting but
2: because the ridiculous episode where logan gets involved in bum fighting oh and God, it's God. never mentioned ever
0: again <laughs> i i have a confession so not a confession but because i'm a little bit deaf it was only about 3 years ago that i realized the lyrics to michael jackson's beat it instead of no one wants to be defeated i used to think it was no one wants to eat it eat it and i was
2: just well, that's, to be like that's the now
4: now version about eating sorry that's the Weird Al version. Is it? <laughs>
0: yes, I yeah. I always yeah. thought that's what he sang because I was like, "What's Michael Jackson like <laughs> talking about eating?" Like, I don't understand. And it was only a few years ago that I realized, "Oh, it's no one wants to
4: be defeated."
0: Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: it's terrible. So now, now you can Google up the Weird Al "Eat It" version.
0: I, think, I must have heard that version. I, I will Google it now. I'm going to listen. <laughs> uh, well, hurry. so hurry Antoine has 24 hours to call back to win an Xbox. Um, Jessica and Luke leave and Jessica freaks out at two guys who are waiting outside uh, Luke picks one up with one hand which was amazing <laughs> he just picks him up <laughs> well, that was great um, and Luke recognises that they work for the lone shark whose name is Sirx who then appears uh, Luke offers to work with him so he will get the money and then Luke will find Antoine but Jessica's kind of really pissy about this Um, Luke tells her to calm down.
4: We get the recurring theme, which... Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, sorry, yeah, we get the recurring theme, which makes sense if you know the comics, but Luke does not like police attention or attention at all.
0: Exactly, yeah, yeah. He doesn't want attention. Well, it's like he said when, you know, um, he said he doesn't date married women because it brings attention, which is why he was kind of angry at uh, Gina when he realized that she was married. Um, So... Uh, Luke says that Jessica will track down Antoine for uh, 5% finder's fee, um, and they make the deal, and then Luke gets on his bike, puts his shades and helmet on, and Jessica gets behind him and wraps her arms around him, and I drew three little hearts.
3: <laughs> yeah, see, that's the, that's. The, I mean, there, there was the finger touching in the beginning, um, but they, they really, like, zoom right in on those interlocking fingers around him. and. Oh, uh, yeah both when she gets on the bike and when she gets off the bike.
1: I uh, thought that was that, funny.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's like, it's like, enjoy those abs, Jessica. <laughs> She's like, thank you, Mel, I will. <laughs>
3: it's just, you know, they're, they're now allowed to be close to each other without being close to each other on this bike. Oh, yeah. That's why it's so, like, awkward when they get off the bike.
0: Oh but it's, oh, they're so awesome together. See, you ship Trish and Will. I ship these two, like, you know. Oh, so good. Yeah. <gasps> I just love them
5: together. You ship both. It's okay. He makes her put on the helmet, and neither of them do the straps up.
0: Because then when they fly <laughs> off the motorbike over the handlebars, then the helmet will fly off as well. That's also, Luke is unbreakable skin, so, but mind you, yeah, but he hasn't got an unbreakable brain, so.
4: Yeah, that, it kind of reminded me almost of, um, In the 90s X-Men cartoon, Mm -hmm. they put Wolverine in a jeep instead of his trademark motorcycle because it would make no sense for Wolverine with his metal skull to wear a helmet and they thought it would look stupid. (laughs) So they put him in a jeep so he wouldn't have to wear a helmet because they wouldn't (laughs) show the cartoon without Wolverine wearing a helmet. Wow. So Luke Cage, you know, we have to set a good example, Robin.
1: Absolutely. (laughs)
0: Even though he doesn't do up the the, the the straps, and I should say these are some of the the set photos that were released as well. Was Luke and Jessica on the bike? Where well, it wasn't actually the characters; it was kind of Kristen Ritter and Mike to kind of messing around on the bike and laughing and stuff. And it was very cute. Um, oh. This photo is very cute. Uh, so Jessica says she will call Luke with any info and then leaves. Um, and Malcolm is worried that Luke has been kilgraved, um,
5: uh, which will happen at some point.
0: Do you think? Is that your official well, you. prediction, Matt?
5: I think it's everybody's.
0: It <laughs> Which, how, how far during the series do you think that will happen?
5: Penul- penultimate episode.
0: Penultimate episode. Okay, I'm going to make a note. All right. Okay, so uh, in the next scene, the phone rings at Jerry's office, Pam answers, and Jessica asks uh, Jerry um, uh, about Hope's medication, I think, and then Jerry proposes uh, via yelling at Jessica, <laughs> okay? <laughs> um, which is different. Um, and Pam wants to marry Jerry, but first of all, she needs to get a divorce. Which is fair enough, you know, you're still married, like,
3: uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not shipping these two. No.
1: no. Hey.
3: Like, oh, wow, I'm sure rooting for these guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: you know,
3: she cheated on her wife, and, man, she's just in love with this girl. oh, and, and, uh,
0: but yeah. Pam loves Jerry. Yeah.
3: But Jerry's a horrible person.
0: Yeah, yeah. She's yeah, she's awful.
3: Pam deserves <laughs> and, better.
0: Yeah, but this is obviously putting more pressure on Jerry to get a divorce, So, which is then putting more pressure on Jessica to find some dirt on Wendy. Uh, so in the next scene, Jessica is on the internet, there's a knock at the door, it's Luke, We, I think we see his silhouette again, um, and he says he knows what Kilgrave did to um, Malcolm and to her, and he thinks that's yes. the reason that she broke it off.
5: That wasn't Malcolm's secret to tell.
0: No, Malcolm. Yeah, I, I agree. Malcolm's I was like...
4: Trees, yeah. Darn it, Malcolm, stop getting in the middle.
0: Well, Mal- that's oh, more like the... Ma- I mean, if you've read the comics, um, he's, I'm sure you can say, like, Malcolm in the comics is very different because he's just always yeah. in the way and you're just like, Malcolm, go away. <laughs> piss off. Yeah. So he's he's becoming more like the comic Malcolm, I guess. It's just like, oh, go away. I'm so oh, also uh,
5: Steve Urkel of, of Jessica
0: yeah, Jones. he really is.
5: Go home. Oh, no, I, no. I, I had a note about a uh, Pam or comment about being Catholic. I'm like, you can't be Catholic. You're a lesbian. That's an oxymoron.
1: Exactly.
0: I had that as well. Actually, I was like, we were very bad. Also, at adultery in
5: general, I think,
4: is frowned on. Yes. Yeah.
0: You can't be a
2: Catholic. Sleeping with for a married day.
4: women in, in
1: general. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, there's Catholic and then there's Catholic,
0: you yeah. know? I mean, also, Matt Mooney is Catholic and he goes around beating people up and stuff, so.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know what though? When you're Catholic, all you have to do is ask for forgiveness and it'll be fine anyways. Right. So I think they can get away with being lesbian or whatever. Just know. forgive me for being a lesbian. <laughs> I'm okay for the week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Get some aloe vera because the Catholic Church has been burned by Mel. <laughs> yes, but
1: it's it, yeah, it's true. I agree. <laughs> um,
4: so selective Catholicism.
1: Yeah, it, yes.
2: So, I, I do think the scene between Jessica and Luke is really, really sweet. Oh, I, I did part like melty. It's
0: particularly not particularly the scene like when they 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 bring it back like cause in the scene like Jessica says it's. You know, Luke can't make it right. It's all on her, and that she's a piece of shit. And Luke says it doesn't matter what she's done, as it was Kilgrave. And then, you know, he says you're not a piece of shit. I won't say the full the full quote. And they kiss. But then, just the fact that when it's brought back later, I'm just like, I love the I love these two actors together. I love them.
4: They definitely have chemistry.
0: They do. I I think they. Oh, I love them so much together. But Mel, did you say that you don't ship these two? Not at all. Oh. Well, yeah, she, why do you have a cold so She had so sex hard. with
1: him, and she killed his wife, and she's not telling him. That's awful. Well, every yeah. relationship has complications Mel. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> and I was like, when this whole episode, I was like, she's got to tell him this episode. When is she going to tell him? She, she, she never would have. Oh, so never would have. Yeah, I'm so, yeah. She I was had glad, too. I was glad too, but I was like, she yeah. wouldn't hold him. That's awful, and she kept having sex with him. Like, and he that, knows that, and that she is, knows that. Yeah, that is kind of rape in itself. I feel. You know
0: well, what I mean? Like, it's
1: definitely a
4: violation and a betrayal. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it definitely yeah. Which I think is interesting because it makes her character more complex. Because she, yeah. I mean, the fact how she must feel because of that, because she's not doing the same thing to Luke, obviously that Kilgrave did to her, but in a way she is. She's using him. Yes. She's manipulating him, which is what she did with Malcolm as well. You know, and yep. she would she hated herself for that. But I think that makes the character much more interesting. I like my I characters
3: flawed. And uh, I agree. You know, I'm trying not to talk about the the last scene with them, those two. <laughs>
0: It's the reason why I said In Daredevil but like he's one of my favourite characters and like Boggy calls him out in the in the series in Daredevil. Because he's he's so arrogant, like Daredevil, like Matt Murdoch. He's very arrogant and I, I think that makes him interesting.
1: Matt, <laughs> yeah, Matt Murdoch, not Matt Murder. <laughs> no i agree I agree though you have to have <laughs> <that murder. laughs> I agree though you have to have a flawed character in order to you he if the character was perfect, like say Superman, oh they're really boring, boring like, he's really boring right like yeah
2: I know, the oh, only I have i have my whole other thing about Superman I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but mostly Thank because you. most of my headcanon comes from uh. The Adventures of Lois and Clark.
5: <laughs> 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 Still get the powers of
4: that series, but the uh, I don't know. I, I like that. Yeah, she's keeping this secret. She is betraying him, and she knows it. Though mm-hmm. at the same time, the, the just chemistry between the two actors like you can believe that she really does. Like oh darn the one person that I really think I could have a great relationship with, I happen to have killed his wife. Mm-hmm. Oh, ah yeah, meh.
1: Yeah, but she's not gonna make it better by having sex with him and then telling telling him after she's had sex with him. That just makes it way worse. Well, you think way... know part of it as
0: well is is um, is almost like uh, I think with with her it, part of it is like self-flagellation as well. It's like her punishing herself because she's making it even yeah. worse. But in a way it's her. Punishing herself and making herself feel this bad because she feels like it's her fault that she killed um, Reva, even though she knows she was controlled by Kilgrave. Logically, that you know she she is a good person; she would never kill someone. um now I know. Therefore, she's she's using that to punish herself almost.
1: Now I know the circumstances are different, but I feel like there's a parallel with her relationship and with um, Patsy's relationship with that cop. Okay, but you know, mm. he, like he came over, he came over, he did something bad to her. Mm-hmm. But he came over and apologized, you know, and he said whatever I can do to make it right, you know. And then they ended up having a relationship out of it and it was actually, you know, it actually is working out for them cuz mm-hmm. he was honest about it, right? Mhm. Yeah, so I I feel like the circumstances are different, obviously, because she already knew about Kilgrave, and she was, you know, more willing to understand, I guess, whereas Luke didn't really know about Kilgrave. And, you know, it's like, you go to Luke and say, oh, by the way, there's this guy that controls minds, and he made me kill your wife, I'm sorry. (laughs) What? Yeah, and I think it fits in with the larger thing about, you
2: know, keeping secrets and keeping things and then sharing Like, we keep coming back to the support group Mm -hmm. that, you know, as uh, Jessica's not the type to share things or go to a support group or do anything healthy like that. She Mm -hmm. finds
4: other people's secrets and sees the damage it causes when -hmm. when they come out.
0: Yeah. And she self-medicates with alcohol and sex.
4: Yeah. Yes. Yep. So the support group always makes me think of Rent.
0: <laughs> oh! See, so I'll get around and uh, sing actually. about
4: being mind controlled.
0: Well, here's, a, here's an early Easter egg, guys. Are you ready? So, uh, this is your little reward, here for just reminding me. I found out that Luke's bar, where we see him, is also the Life Cafe from the Rent movie.
1: <gasps> what? So, when they're
0: singing La Vie oh God, in the Rent movie, that's along Luke's bar. So, Holy just imagine crap. Mike Walter cleaning the bar. <laughs> I don't know so it's quite cool Yeah, I, I completely forgot to mention that because uh, obviously we don't see the bar in this episode but there we go those bohemians oh those bohemians but also I have to say in regards to rent I don't know if anyone else knows rent but I, I read a um, an article about it the other day which is why when you know that you're a grown up when you agree with Benny out of rent and I read it and I was like yeah. I'm totally on Benny's side I'm not on the bohemian side at all and that's why I was like oh crap I'm a grown up Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, they but should be fine, paying um, rent and getting jobs, damn it. <laughs> Pay your taxes. <laughs> I,
4: I, I forgive. Is, is this podcast explicit? Can we use curse words?
0: Absolutely. Okay. okay, okay. Right.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Benny, I sort of take the big Lebowski view. You're not wrong, Benny. You're just an asshole. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: So Jessica wakes up and Luke is watching her and she goes to sleep but gets back into bed and they hug. And Luke says he can help her go after Kilgrave, but Jessica says she needs to do it alone. And he says, good for you. Uh, and then she, Luke goes to tell her something, but the phone rings from Antoine. Jessica says they'll deliver his prize at 3 p.m. And then he's like, uh, is uh, Antoine Puerto Rican? And he's like, no. <laughs> uh, so she knows it wasn't Antoine. Uh, so they're obviously worried that he's been killed for money. And then Luke admits that Serena has something that he needs. Um, proof that Reva's death wasn't an accident. Did you guys go, oh, no, or did you go, yay, she's going to have to tell him, finally? Yeah, pretty
1: much. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: This needed to happen. I think if it was any more episodes going on, particularly with Luke appearing, it would be like, come on, you know.
1: Yeah, I've been feeling way too bad for Luke, like, just because, you know, he's been taking, being taken advantage of, so. Mm.
3: Yeah, I'm tired of feeling bad for Luke.
1: He's talking the
2: character that women usually play in superhero shows. Yeah.
3: Like, women, women are love. usually the
0: ones who aren't allowed to know anything. Mm-hmm. I love it. I like that they've kind of flipped the two of them. I, I completely agree. Um, so, after this... Oh, yes, yeah, so he wants proof that Reva's death wasn't an accident. Serena was an administrator at the MTA, and um, basically the driver... Um, who was driving the bus was uh, uh was drunk. Do we find that out now? Oh no, we don't. Sorry. No, we we've i am skipping ahead in my notes. Thanks. <laughs> so, um uh Luke found an envelope from um Reva to to him telling him to go to a warehouse on 14th and 8th, which was the corner where she was killed. She buried something when the foundation was poured. Uh he went there and there was nothing there. Then we get flashbacks of Jessica digging with a pickaxe while Reva and Kilgrave Watch. And then Jessica digging with her hands until they bleed. And there's a metal box with a USB. Uh, they leave. And then uh, this is where Jessica kills Reva on Killgraves orders. What do you guys Somebody think of that friends. USB? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Something to incriminate the the mayor of White Pine Bay or whatever from, from Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but
4: I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and spoil it. It was the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> 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 he
3: found
0: a
4: copy and
3: I'm thinking I it's the Marvel it was universes the
0: of, uh, of Force Awakens and they were like. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> I'm
3: thinking it's the Marvel universes version of the fabening. Probably what purple one I want to get a hand on. It's like, ooh, She Hulk!
0: Maybe it's all the plans of what's going to happen in phase three of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, <gasps> maybe it's, it says who Star Lord's father is <gasps>
3: Kurt Russell. That yeah.
0: Really. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited that Kurt Russell might be in the Marvel Universe, it's like the greatest. <laughs> um, no, it's Marcellus as Wallace's soul. <laughs> 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 that would be amazing if they put the USB in and then it's just get Bing Rames' soul. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> through the laptop screen into heaven Uh, so then um, Luke says he doesn't know what uh, Serena has until they find Antoine and Jess is obviously very panicky Um, the alarm at 10 didn't go off so she quickly takes a photo and sends it to Kilgrave Kilgrave says not to be late again For she's two minutes late Um, Jessica leaves the office what are the
5: stakes there? What the stakes are that he'll come after Malcolm again? He'll
0: go after Malcolm again, yeah. And we'll probably get Malcolm hooks on the, the heroin again, or, or worse. So Jessica only agreed to send the photos to Kilgrave after she saw that Malcolm chose to give up the drugs. If Malcolm had stayed on the drugs, she probably wouldn't have done this deal because she's just like, well, screw Malcolm, he's screwing up his own life. He's choosing to screw up his own life. Mm. So she gave him that. Choice. I love
4: the bit there where she's looking in the mirror and starts to fix her hair, and then yes. realizes what she's taking a picture for, and's like, oh,
0: oh no. yeah, it's oh, it's just so horrible. It's just the fact that he keeps all the photos, so you can just scroll through them, and it's just oh, it's just yeah, not yeah. it's just easy and horrible. Um, He's really so. Jessica leaves the office, and she's pissed at Malcolm for telling Luke her history. Malcolm says he went to the support group, but um, Jessica prefers repression and self-medication. And Jessica says that someone's life was ruined worse than hers was by Kilgrave, and obviously she means Luke. Were we going to say Heath?
4: Oh I said, Well, I'll knock that quote off my list.
0: Oh sorry. I don't even have that listed <laughs> as a quote. <laughs> so. See. Oh, no, it's
4: so hard not to, yeah. No, it's I,
0: cool. I usually asterisk my quotes, but I didn't have an asterisk next to one, so I was like, Is that the exact words? I can't remember. I don't know.
5: I put quotes well, I put quotes in quotes. Ooh. Uh. Wow, you
0: fancy. Well, usually I write quotes in a different coloured pen, but I didn't have a different colored kind of pen.
5: Claire, you're
1: really fancy.
0: Is it not not this week? Is it a percent? fancy? I write them in my blood. Whoa! (laughs) Uh, So we're back at the prison and Jessica gives Hope a a tablet which Hope takes and Jerry agrees to stay with Hope um, only once Jessica promises to get info on Wendy. So obviously this is to um, induce a uh, a miscarriage. Um, What's the next scene? Ah! So in the next uh, yeah. scene, oh god,
5: that, that was a pill, right?
0: It was, it was a pill, wasn't it? I don't know what drugs it could yeah, have yeah. been. I don't know
5: much about the drugs yeah. you take for that. Um, I didn't know. I didn't know they could do that. I thought abortion was a like very invasive procedure usually.
4: In I, the very early stages, there are medications that can induce a miscarriage. Later on, then it is a surgical procedure.
5: Oh, uh, okay.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm guessing she couldn't have been that far along like maybe only about yeah. a month or so i, I don't know um that's the impression I've got. dr moira brown who's listening hopefully will will know more and can tell us
2: well and that's why she didn't want the two-month wait because she wanted to get it in the first trimester i think oh yeah true yeah. and then it's gonna have to be surgical yeah and there's legal yeah.
4: complications the farther along it goes
2: yeah, yeah uh, true legal complications anyway because she's in prison like, yeah. uh, so the prisoners have horrible, horrible legal medical rights
0: Oh, the fact that she has to wait too oh, It's just, yeah, it's horrible And she hasn't even been convicted, do you know what I mean? Like,
2: yeah. well, although
0: the, the evidence is against her But, you know, she's not even convicted um, So in the next scene, we're in a suburban neighbourhood uh, Kilgrave arrives and admires the house um, And then says he's bad at small talk, which was funny uh, the house is worth $600,000, but uh, Kilgrave offers the man $1.26 million. Uh, but the condition to buy it is that he moves by the end of the next day. And we see, obviously, that he goes to kind of order him to give him the house, but then stops himself. So what did you guys think about this thing? Were you like, why does he want this house?
5: I was very confused. Yeah, so I, th- I thought maybe it was in a strategic position and allowed him to spy on Jessica or something. Yeah.
0: I thought yeah. that as well, but then I was like, it's really suburban. Like, it doesn't <laughs> seem like it's in Hell's, Hell's Kitchen, you know? Um, I think I only... No, it's,
4: it's right there in between all the skyscrapers and, and abandoned <laughs> it's factories. It's like the house just, from uh, Yeah,
3: from just like this one little suburban home. house. Yeah.
0: Or the house at the end of Batteries Not Included.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only the Order of the Phoenix actually does. Oh yeah, the Order more. of the
0: Phoenix. <gasps> <laughs> I think I only sort of picked up on the fact that it's her, her house when we get the scene later right almost before that the scene at the end where we find out where Jessica's repeating the street names to herself because then we cut back and it's obviously we're near the end of the episode and I was like oh I bet she's just said the street names again so that when they, we get the reveal at the end of the episode of the street names you know that's the we realise that's her house which I thought was quite cool because she hasn't said the street names for a few episodes so it was kind of a good way of reminding the audience. And Um, the big
4: reveal, that she grew about seven inches between the ages of 11 (laughs) and
0: 20. I was like, whoa! The superpower. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We'll have to find out if that's when she got her superpowers, baby. So, in the next scene, Jessica does a voiceover about hurting Luke. She and Luke watch the um, uh, address and drink coffee. They see a guy get in the taxi and they follow on the bike. Uh, Jessica breaks the lock and they enter. And the house, is, the warehouse is full of weed plants. And we get a awesome quote from Luke again. <laughs> I won't say it. And then dogs appear, which Luke uh, offers to take on as they are his specialty.
1: I love how they made a point of saying that they didn't hurt the dogs. I thought that was. Funny. I know. It's
3: like, oh. I love the dogs are called Myers and Kruger. Yeah. Yes. yes.
0: <laughs> I wanted a third one to appear called Voorhees. Like, they deal with my... <laughs> <laughs> like, Voorhees appears. Awesome. Voorhees is at the best. Oh, Voorhees. <laughs> You've got a cone
2: of shame. Oh,
0: <laughs> you wear the cone of shame. <laughs> um and uh,
2: and apparently like, a uh, hockey mask. Yeah!
4: <laughs> <laughs> and apparently Luke is a connoisseur. He can tell the quality of a pot plant just by smelling it.
0: Hmm. Maybe there's some, uh, some history there. We'll find out in his series next year. Mm-hmm. I bet he knows Um, the best
2: um, munchie pairings.
0: Well, he does know drug dealers. He said to like, uh, you know, he said to Jessica, "What kind of drug are you looking for?" And she said, "Like fentanyl." He was like, "Oh yeah, I can't really help with that." So he said he knows drug dealers (laughs) living in Hell's Kitchen. Uh, So Jessica threatens a guy for the location of Antoine, um, and then she they find Antoine. He's just sitting there with his headphones on. Uh, she starts to lead him out of the warehouse, but then that's where cirks and the goons enter. Um, and Jessica wants to keep Antoine in exchange for the weed. Uh, so they fight the goons, her and Luke. And then Luke, uh, Jessica runs off with Antoine while Luke is still fighting the goons and cirks And they lock eyes and then she leaves with Antoine. And we're like, no!
5: <gasps> she's really good at betraying people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's her superpower. Pal- we find that sweetness there being what's strangled. That? Oh yeah, well he, yeah, exactly. That would work because he has you know, he's only got unbreakable skin. Yeah.
5: He's yep. basi- he's basically uh, what's his face, uh, Bruce Willis.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he is, but Bruce Willis, this wasn't his uh, weakness like water or something like swimming pool. Yeah,
5: drowning, yeah,
0: yeah. drowning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was it. Yeah, I remember.
5: I'm sure you could like choke him too. Just anything where he can't breathe anymore.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. True. Mm. I really uh, felt sorry. No, go ahead. I said, I really felt during this scene that the bad guys should have just taken the pot and left. Yeah, they should. That's right, 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 much, much more valuable, out. like than because. Like, and then the, the, all that pot just got it, it ended up getting knocked over. I was like, ah, all that wasted pot. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> <you're> good <laughs> fortune at the end of the, at
0: the end of the scene when everyone's left, you just see Mel sneak in and he's like, Tee! and just like takes it <laughs> away. <laughs> <laughs> we, we <laughs>
2: I just picture a couple of homeless guys going in and just like Shangri-La. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be
4: amazing. Whenever they talk about Luke's unbreakable skin, I start seeing the theme song to the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, okay. I, like I don't Robin know does,
0: anything about that. I still haven't. Unbreakable. <laughs> um, I only know so, you singing it, Robin.
4: So I'm, I'm really hoping that Netflix will have the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and the unbreakable Luke Cage just name the show that. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and then they can have crossovers, because yeah. New York.
0: With the, oh, is it set in New York? I've never seen it. Yeah. Yes. Would those shows crossover, are they similarly themed? <laughs>
4: Yeah. They are
5: identical,
0: <laughs> yes, <In every> And <laughs> I, I can imagine, yeah. <laughs> uh, so then Jessica arrives at Serena's and delivers Antoine, and she's demanding Luke's payment, obviously, before Luke arrives. So Serena gets the folder, but then Luke arrives, and he's really pissed off. And Jessica says, whatever the contents are, they're going to hurt you, but he reads them anyway. Um, and we find out that Charles Wallace, the bus driver, was um, was over the alcohol limit, uh, and just Jess- and it was covered up. Um, Jessica says that it's over and Luke just kind of nods and is obviously still very angry and leaves. Serena says that Luke will probably kill the guy the guy as the MTA covered up um, the fact that he was drunk um, and Charles Wallace is still driving, which is terrible. Uh, even though obviously it wasn't his fault the accident, but still, you know um, them covering that up. So Jessica
3: goes after Luke. Were you like
0: oh, shit's gonna go down? Because the only way sad. she's going to yeah. stop Luke is by obviously telling him the truth.
3: Yeah, I was worried that he was going to murder somebody by the, you know, because Jessica's been
0: lying.
3: <laughs> Glad she got to him first.
0: But it's okay, because he doesn't hurt dogs.
3: <laughs> the bus driver a dog?
0: <laughs> Maybe that'd be amazing. <laughs> That's more war- he's a
3: dog. <laughs> no, he found my weakness.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's bus driving dogs. Up, he's given up the, the the goon game and has just started driving
1: buses. He's <laughs> driving the bus with the cone of shame on
0: Oh! So Luke is riding the bus until it gets to the last stop And we also get a little guitar um, uh, Reprise the theme music Which I love
1: Yeah, It's like a great. murderous guitar shredder Yay, yeah, great it's really <laughs> awesome. it, it almost like the, the
2: background almost sounded like The beginning to uh, American Horror Story
0: It did a bit, yeah an important, weird. like, percussive yeah. background yeah. Hmm Agreed. I love the music in this show. I, I, think I didn't the, like
3: that part, though. It took me right out of it. I was like, oh, there's the theme. Oh, <laughs> really? Like, it, it was really? like the end of the... Uh, I mean, it wasn't like a huge... It wasn't... I don't know. I guess it, it, it's supposed to be like a super huge moment. But the only time I can remember ever it, that happening is uh, the uh, end of season one of Buffy, where yeah. she's off, yeah. it's the master, and uh, they play the theme song as she's walking down the street. But that was like in the final moment of the what could have been the series finale, you know, if it didn't get picked mm. up, so...
0: Well, they play the um, the theme music all the time in Daredevil, like, it pops up all the time, like, even in that big yeah. montage at the end of episode one, with that, that piece of music, Fogwell's Gym, is basically a amped-up version of the, the, theme, the theme tune, and they play it, like, different versions of it all throughout the, the show. Like, when you listen to the soundtrack, it's mostly different versions of the music. This is the only time where I was like, oh, that's the theme music, like for Jessica Jones. Most of the time it's more, the music in the show is more sort of noir and... Background and occasionally with a little bit of sneaky saxophone, which I love. I
1: thought the guitar, the, the guitar shreds were hilarious, personally. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah
0: I'm, there I'm, should I'm be the driving. guy out of,
1: um, on the front
0: of the bus, there should be the guy out of uh, Mad Max Fury Road, you know, with the, the guitar
1: flames around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the doof.
0: <laughs> oh, he's my favourite character in that film. Um, so Luke...
1: oh, Sorry, I just want to see Luke Cage now wearing like a union suit, like the full on, like, pajama red pajamas (laughs) that that guy was wearing. Why? Oh, what the doof was (laughs) wearing. Yes, the doof is wearing, yes. He was wearing, like, bandages,
0: wasn't he? I can't remember.
1: I thought he was wearing, like, a pajama or something. I need to watch that
0: film again. I loved it. Can't
1: remember. Yeah. The doof.
0: So Luke um, uh, stands up at the last stop and says Reva's name, and the driver kind of gets panicky and apologizes and says, I've been sober since. And Luke grabs him and tells
5: him, time's up, and
0: throws him through the windscreen, just as Jesse arrives. No.
1: Um, this
5: made me kind of look down on Luke a little bit, because I'm like, this guy looks like he's changed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You've
5: changed Luke.
1: Yeah, but... Uh, no, the bus
0: driver.
5: The bus driver. I'm like, oh, he looks just sorry.
0: But Luke's just angry, I
1: mean, that's him. he
0: thinks he killed his
1: wife.
5: He was going to kill him, and this guy's changed. Matt,
1: if someone killed me, and you thought it was a drunken bus driver,
5: what would you do? I wouldn't take the law into my own hands. No? I
1: <laughs> <laughs> about that.
5: Think about it. Well, I beat the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who's gonna kill that man? Mm. <laughs> I wouldn't kill anyone.
1: Oh, you say that. Now. I mean unless they're truly <laughs>
5: unless they're truly evil and not remor- remorseful. That guy was remorseful. I
1: should kill you. You're not remorseful for <laughs> kissing all those Sims.
3: <laughs> After Matt beats him up, I'll slit his throat and frame Matt. Oh
1: my god. <laughs> oh <boy. laughs> I snap his neck. She's right this bike
3: is going downhill.
0: <laughs> yes. I don't want you guys corrupting Heath and Angela and Elfie, our guests.
1: Long, yes, <laughs> so, Elfie is our She's naturally
0: murderous. Would <laughs> <laughs> you kill the bad guy? Would you kill the bus driver, Elfie? She would kill everyone. <laughs>
1: if no, if Elfie's been very them.
0: quiet. <laughs> Worryingly so. <laughs> Uh, Oh, there we go. Uh, So Jessica can't hold Luke back, which I think this bit was great, because obviously we've seen how strong she is before. Um, She's like, he's just like pushing her forward. Uh, Charles Wallace runs, and Jessica yells after Luke that she killed Reva, not Charles. (gasps) Scandal. Did everyone
1: gasp or you? Were like, "Yay, she's finally said it." I, I was happy she finally said it. So although exciting. I did, it was like you know, I, I, you feel really bad yeah. during this whole scene for the both of them. Really, like yeah. more for Luke, but for her too. Like, like you know, yeah, yeah,
3: because
0: oh,
3: it's just horrible. Yeah, yeah it is. Oh, um, he he's like, "I was inside you." That was like, "Oh man." <laughs> well, it's true. Know.
0: It's, but I like that as well. Like, it is. I like the fact that it's. I won't say the quote, but I mean, like, obviously he slams her into the bus, and he's like really angry and disgusted and angry. But yeah. the fact that he's disgusted that she manipulated him to let him be inside of her—it is like she, you know, like raped him almost. Right. Like, not the same thing, but you know what I mean. It's like, it's like Angela was saying. It's like these characters are almost swaps. It's it, it, you can see. The, the the male character being the one with all the information and quite manipulating the woman, and doing, you know what I mean? It's, I like the fact that it's kind of swapped it with these two. And he should feel disgusted because it's just as bad for a woman to do it to a man as a man to a woman. Yeah. And it is horrible. Mm-hmm. She slept with him under, she manipulated him into sleeping with her in his eyes.
4: Yeah, uh, and this, this could have so easily gone wrong. Mm -hmm. Like the whole, you know, every, every romantic comedy movie, there's a cute meat, there's the misunderstanding, there's the what misunderstanding, and they separate and then they get back together. Mm -hmm. But, but here, yeah, I think the reactions were very believable and appropriate to the level of betrayal.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I mean, like, he says to her, You, the same hands that killed my wife, you let, you touched me with the yeah. same hands that killed my wife. Yeah. And then he says, Well, you knew. That's the worst thing. It's mm. like, You knew you killed my wife. And then Well,
2: and the her. fact, it's like, and oh the fact
0: God. that he punches the bus right next to her,
2: mm-hmm. but he can't punch her. Mm-hmm. Like, cause he also knows in the back of his head that. You know, logically he knows, okay, I know about Kilgrave. She said that Kilgrave forced me to do this. So it's like this, you know...
0: It's not an easy blame to lay. hmm And I think he cares about her as well.
4: He does, yeah. 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 Which is, like... There.
0: Which is, obviously, would make him angry at himself because he's like, I care about this person who did this to me. It's... Yeah. It's really complicated. I think it's great. And I think, it, I think these are... Oh, I just love these two actors together. I love them. I think my culture is great in this scene as well. It's just like, oh...
3: So Especially good. with the stuff where, like, Malcolm was talking to Luke, you know, like, he's getting drawn more and more, like, he, he, he was pissed about it and, about her pushing him away, but, you know, he's getting more and more invested in, what is her deal, like, I want to just help her, and then it turns out yeah, that he totally lied, she totally lied to him. Yeah, it's like the worst and the worst like like, like it's it's uh, it's almost like he could totally forgive her being manipulated into killing his wife a lot easier than what she's been doing ever since mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah oh yeah it's oh it's horrible it's hard to watch like even when i watched this episode for my notes this week i found this really hard to watch i was just like particularly like i, I i'm sorry if it's anyone's quote but uh, yeah again harkening to the scene earlier like luke says you are a piece of shit and then just walks away i was just like oh like oh it's just horrible Mm -hmm. because I really like like watching the show I really care about these two characters like I love their relationship And and
3: it's just like oh yeah so. Also, so the part where she's, like, trying to hold him back from getting the bus driver. He's, yeah. like, dragging her along.
5: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's so good. So in the next scene, Malcolm is talking at the support group about um, Kilgrave turning him into an addict, a liar, and a thief. But he doesn't know if that is just a part of him now. Which I kind of like, because, again, it kind of harkens back to um, what we were saying. I can't remember who we when we were talking about it, about the Chinese food in the last episode, you know, like, you would be, if you were Jessica, we were saying, you'd be questioning everything, like, do I like Chinese food because I like Chinese food, or do I like Chinese food because Kilgriff told me I like Chinese food once? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, was this always a part of me, or is this just since this?
3: Oh, it, wears off. Questioning everything. It, it wears off. It wears off. Everybody knows the rules. It yeah, wears but you would
0: <laughs> still be like... 12 hours. I'd still be questioning it. You'd be so paranoid about, you know. Yeah. Um, Well,
2: and I think we see that in, like, uh, emotionally abusive relationships. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, especially, you know, people can be under other people's thumb for so long that they sort of lose their identity Mm -hmm. after a while.
3: Speaking of, my wife went to see Star Wars with me last week. It was pretty cool. I think she liked it. She better (laughs) liked it.
2: Are you emotionally abusing your wife into liking Star Wars? <laughs> I think there's
3: worse things that I have done just in just being myself than just making her go to sleep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just, just speaking up.
0: <laughs>
2: speaking up, it was like, whoa, whoa. To begin
3: with.
0: <laughs> um. So then the next scene, we're back at the prison and Hope is uh, in a lot of pain. Um and Jerry asks the nurse to collect uh anything that's left over and deliver it to her office and uh to keep it quiet. And it's like What just be secret Yeah. Oh, I think that's what I wrote in my notes was just like what? The oh hell? that's
1: why maybe that's why Kilgrave bought the house. He's gonna keep all these fetuses in a jar and he's gonna put oh, them in the house. Yeah. It <laughs> it's a purple okay. jar baby. And
4: we're right back to American Horror Story. All
1: right. And Carnicast.
3: And Carnicast, yeah. And
1: Carnicast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Elfie <laughs> agrees as well. Elfie's
0: like, Carnicast, that was a great podcast. <laughs> Meow. Um, so, in the next Joe scene, Z's Jessica. and
3: son Sophie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jessica is at home drinking and repeating the street names. Um, yeah. And we find out why. Uh, because in the next scene, Kilgrave receives the keys to his new house. He's walking around inspecting it. And then in the kitchen, under the wallpaper, where he finds some little notches in the door, so he peels back the wallpaper and finds uh, Jessica's height um, and strokes them. I was
1: like, <laughs> hey, so, so when he started peeling the wallpaper, I was like, oh, there's buried treasure in there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the buried treasure was like Jessica's height. Marked it on might the be wall. like
0: in uh, that that random episode of X Files. I think it was in season one where there's like under the wallpaper there's like a a, a floppy disk and info
2: on it. You,
1: you might know like, it's like that
2: episode of Doctor Who. There's uh, a note from the Doctor in the wallpaper.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs>
2: Don't think. <laughs> um, but this, these, this is a nice callback. uh... Like, we find out when he's talking to the guy and buying the house, he's like, you know, this is the kind of place I would have liked to live as a child. And so, so we sort of find out why he says that.
4: Yeah. 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 Well, and uh, one, one of the other, I think, telling Kilgrave thing there. When the guy was talking about leaving and packing and that his kids made a game of it, (laughs) (laughs) excuse me. As soon as he mentioned kids, um, Kilgrave is like, get out. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, at at the beginning there, kids, they live in the closet, they're not supposed to be seen or heard. The guy Mm -hmm. mentions his kids, conversation over. Kilgrave is really uncomfortable
3: with kids.
1: Yeah, he hates kids.
3: Well, he mind controlled one. (laughs) He, must, yeah. have had, he yeah. must
1: have had a horrible childhood, though, though. Think about it. Like, if he doesn't want to hear even about kids, like... Maybe. He never had a childhood. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He grew yeah, up in
0: the of- the, uh, the X-Men, uh, X-Men mansion.
3: <laughs> okay, so he's going to totally now kidnap Jessica and turn her into his housewife in her own house. It's Ooh, right, really? She's, she's, yeah. He's going to put, like, an apron on her and... That's what just, That's do. what I do. That's creepy. Oh, <laughs> Robin! <I'm
1: just>
3: her <laughs> 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 to, to watch say. Star
5: Wars. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> we have to say the last the last shot. So the camera pans out, and we can see that the house is on Birch Street and Higgins Drive. And I will say the poster that is actually our sort of header on um, our Facebook group um, that actually had the street sign in the poster. And um, I think a lot of people were like, "Why does it not the street sign?" You know, and you kind of go, "Oh." Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was quite cool so
4: yeah that was can, I rewind, can I rewind like a minute and a half there absolutely uh, when when we get to Jessica drinking and, and repeating the street names again mm-hmm. and it's it's right when Malcolm is doing the uh, has just done the voiceover of um, he turned me into uh, you've already said it but yeah he turned me into an addict a liar and a thief mm-hmm. and I have to wonder was that already in me then She, I think, is contemplating the same thing, because, yeah, yeah, she is a drunk, she is a liar, and she's sort of stolen the husband of the woman that she killed. Mm -hmm. And, And so, yeah, I think they're trying to parallel there just how do you cope with post killgraven
0: Yeah. The fact that it's not... Well, we see see with um, with Will as well, which is one of the reasons I like that they kept, kept the character around, is that you... Because a lot of the people that are Killgraved, um, you, you know, a lot of people obviously get Killgraved in the series, um, but apart from Hope and Will and Jessica, well, and now Malcolm, you don't really see the reactions afterwards, but you can kind of see how it does have ripple effects, how it would just mess up your, you know, your life. It's, um, it's the fact that it's commenting on
1: PTSD.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah, The things that you made them do, but then the things that they've done after.
0: Yeah, exactly. So they can't blame it all on, on him. It's like, how much can you blame on being under his control and how much of it is just you as a person, which is a appropriate thing to, like,
1: like, we,
2: people sort of have this idea of PTSD victims and, like, rape victims Somehow, if they do bad things, their victimhood is invalidated. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if they do horrible things in their road to recovery, then, you know, well, obviously, they they were not as victimized as you would think. And mm-hmm. it, this is sort of brutally, honestly showing, you know, some of the horrible things that can happen. Mm-hmm. And that it doesn't invalidate what What's been going
0: on? Well, it's like this whole thing about kids who are bullies who are often bullied themselves. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, that doesn't invalidate... The fact that they are now, you know, bullying people doesn't invalidate the fact that they were bullied. And the fact that they had... You know, it's... It's, um... You know, humans are very, very complicated, unfortunately. Or fortunately.
1: So, do so you guys think that Kilgrave wishes that he was... uh the little finger to Jessica's teeth <laughs> <laughs> He could have like grown up with her and like, you know Does that mean that Luke Cage is Ned? <laughs> yes. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> yes. oh shit, no, Luke Cage. Watch out. <laughs>
2: oh. That's okay, he's not being played by Sean Bean.
1: Who's
0: who's John okay. Snow in this in this scenario? <laughs>
2: Malcolm? I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we Why do not. have the particularly uh, close uh, relationship, relationship <laughs> between the brother and sister upstairs. So. Oh, they're the Lannisters.
0: <laughs> the Lannisters. <laughs> the Lannisters
2: upstairs.
3: dead in this case. He's <laughs> rotting in that apartment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen her for a while. I promise that Robin will come back. Robin. That is a spoiler, but look,
3: I don't want you to be you. sad. Yeah, Robin, her body.
0: Robin will be back. <laughs> Okay, well that was the episode I should say, because I'm a terrible host I forgot to say who it was written and directed by So, this week was written by Edward Rycourt Rycourt? I'm going to own it Rycourt, and it was directed by Stephen Sergic, who also directed last week And also did episodes of Daredevil So, uh, we have no nicknames from Robin in this episode. I don't think we actually had any nicknames. Um, But we did get the episode title, which was, Congratulations, you're a winner! Uh, Are you guys ready for your Easter eggs? Yes. Okay, get ready, get your knives and forks out. Except, I don't know (coughs) if you fancy any Easter eggs with knives and forks, but, you know. Okay, so, Malcolm says at one point that he doesn't believe in elves. Well, he should, because this... show as part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and in Thor The Dark World, London got invaded by dark elves. So elves are real, Malcolm. So
1: he shouldn't even ask. Dummy.
0: (laughs) Dummy. Dummy.
1: What the hell would a dark elf, like, look like?
0: Well, in the movie, one of them was played by Christopher Eccleston. so...
4: He <laughs> oh, <laughs> was, was completely, completely unrecognizable. <laughs> yeah, couldn't
0: recognize him. He had pointy ears and, like, half a Bernie face and contact
3: lenses. And- <laughs> that Bernie had Trump? Is that... <laughs> and and they, they,
0: like, masked his voice, which his voice is the
2: best part of him. I know, so, uh, yeah.
0: But it now means we've had two doctors in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So my question is, when is um, Matt Smith going to show up in Marvel?
4: And Peter Capaldi. And Peter Capaldi, yes. And
2: Sylvester McCoy.
4: That's who I really want to see as the villain, (laughs) Sylvester McCoy. Yeah. So good. Playing the spoons as he does evil things.
0: (laughs) I'm the villain. The spoons. Unlimited rice pudding. (laughs) I love Sylvester McCoy. He was my doctor, and I also saw him in pantomime, the Pied Piper.
4: Yeah. He, we we've He's seen so him a couple of times now at Dragon Con, and he is lovely. He's okay, just well, yes.
0: He seems lovely. He seems like just lovely, a lovely guy.
5: <laughs> yep.
0: Uh, so next Easter egg, uh, Jessica mentions real life billionaire Carl Icahn, I- Carl Icahn, who uh, in real life very nearly succeeded in a what was it? I can, I can? I can. Icon, Carl Icon, I don't know, Carl Icon, I can. can. who very nearly succeeded in a hostile takeover of Marvel around 1997, which was when they were sort of, was about to declare bankruptcy.
3: I looked that name up too, because I was like, is that a real name? I was like, okay, that was an odd reference, but I didn't actually Hmm. dig deeper, that's really awesome. But instead
4: they just ended up selling off the movie rights to a lot of their properties and nothing bad ever came of that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They've been clawing back ever since. <laughs> yes. Uh and in the comics, because um, they're saying about the, the little the little purple jar baby, in the comics Kilgrave did have a daughter called Cara Kilgrave. Cara yep. Kilgrave who inherited his powers and skin tone and joined Alpha Flight, which I believe was the troop of Canadian okay. superheroes. Yep. Is that right? Yeah.
5: yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did. And uh, there was, Wolverine had an on-again, off-again relationship with them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I there
4: think. was yeah. uh, one of the Marvel alternate universes, then um, he actually, like, fathered a bunch of children and mm-hmm. made, like, a... Yeah, he yeah
0: and in the latest, everything. Daredevil, he, uh, latest Daredevil run, he had, like, a bunch of, of kids as well, and um, they made him step in front of a train. <laughs> nice. it's, a good, it's a really good two-parter to read, honestly. It's it's, it's one of my favorite Purple Man stories. Um, and in the last one, I saved the last one, uh, or this one for last, because it um, mentions our, our, uh, our guest namesake, Angela Del Toro. So in the episode, Jessica recommends another private investigator called Angela Del Toro, uh, Angela Del Toro is a Daredevil supporting character during um Brian Michael Bendis' run, um, who became the superhero White Tiger after Hector Ayala, I think his name was. Um, and uh, she became the White Tiger. Um her, the power of the White Tiger is basically it's a it's um a title that can be passed from person to person because the power comes from a jade tiger amulet. And the jade tiger amulet originated in Kunlun, which is the uh, ah. where uh, Iron Fist uh, got his powers from and also potentially where Madame Melanie Gao from Daredevil uh, is from, what she's hinted at mm-hmm. anyway. So there we go. So, White uh, Tiger
4: has had uh, a bit of a resurgence of late because she was a main character on, I think it's one of the Spider-Man cartoons.
0: So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Is it, it, what's her, it's not Angela Del Toro in it, though, is it?
4: Yeah, I believe it is, yeah. Really? Yeah, this is the one where Spider-Man, is like Spider-Man Ultimate or something, yeah. but it's like oh. he, it's he and company. her and Nova are like oh. uh, superheroes in training working for uh, Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D.
2: Yeah. Oh, cool, okay. And, and, like, Coulson is the principal of their high school now. And
4: Luke Cage, too.
0: yeah.
2: Yeah, Principal
4: Aww. Phil Coulson
0: is awesome. Yeah. I was saying Principal Luke Cage. I thought that would be the best principal ever.
4: Oh, no. Oh, he would be a great principal.
0: You he? would totally do what he says. You'd be like, oh.
4: <laughs> yeah, awesome.
0: Uh, yeah, and those are your Easter eggs for the week. Uh, so, are you feeling nice and full and yummified <laughs> up? Is that a word? I don't know. <laughs> I want more! So, You'll have to wait until next week. <laughs> oh, um, oh, there's a good one next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now it's time for quote. Uh, our guests can go first. um Angela, do you want to go first?
4: Yeah. Uh, uh, do
0: you. Want to go
2: oh, Elsie. No,
4: go ahead, love. Go
2: ahead, love. <laughs> uh, um. Uh. Let's see. Uh. Ah, I had it, but then <laughs> I didn't. But then, okay, I'm almost there. Uh. Let's see. Uh, just keep your distance, all right? Or I'm gonna have to kick your ass. Yeah.
0: There
4: we go. I
2: love Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, so cute or Power Ranger Malcolm with his fluffy hair.
4: Oh, yeah. Um, he. I, I, I will do the obvious one. Hi, this message is for Anton Greer. Congratulations, <laughs> you're a winner. Give us a call back within 24 hours at this number, or your Xbox One prize will be forfeited. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. I love the bye in that. It's my favorite bit. Bye. That's, I love when she Veronica Marses, and that's that's one of her most Veronica Marsy Veronica yeah.
0: Marses. Yeah, like she did the one in the first episode as well, where she's sitting on the <laughs> like,
4: like uh, yes, that, like, yeah. right? which again was from the comic. Yes, the, yes. Do, doing because her private eye business doing... while on the toilet. On the
0: toilet.
2: Her, her private business. Her private business. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm uh, sitting on the toilet right now podcasting.
4: No, I'm not really Aren't right. we
0: all? Uh... <laughs> uh, Matt, have you got a quote?
4: Uh, and, uh, Elfie, you don't get a
1: quote. Hush. I, you.
5: <laughs> I just got a... Uh, I prefer your
4: brain on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> reference to a popular anti-drug commercial in the 70s.
0: This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Isn't there yeah. that weird one with uh, uh, Pee Wee Herman as well, where he's like, this is crack. <laughs> it's like, why are you crack? <laughs>
1: this? this is crack. <laughs> this is crack. <laughs> uh, Mel? What? Uh,
3: did everybody else go? Uh, no, Robin hasn't um, gone. Robin can go first. Uh, Robin? Be careful messing with my digits. I've got ladies to
1: satisfy. I <laughs> love <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, yeah, no, they borrowed her from another they borrowed <laughs> her from Bitch Planet basically
0: <laughs> what's Bitch Planet
4: it's, oh, it's one like of the best comic books ever comic
0: books. Oh, oh. Really Pseudoconic
2: oh.
4: really Pseudoconic
5: yes oh look
0: nice yes. I will I will look into it awesome uh, I have a quote which is ladies tell us we all have balls <laughs> you have balls <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <insane>. <laughs> um,
4: um, I have another because one because in case it's not clear, Kilgrave is kind of a representation of toxic masculinity.
0: <laughs> One way to put it. Uh, I have another quote. Jessica Jones, you're a hard-drinking, short-fused mess of a woman, but you are not a piece of shit. Aww.
5: That's a good
1: <laughs> Any other quotes? Have, have we already said the, the also obvious Luke Cage? I can't remember. Uh, no, <laughs> no, you can say it. Sweet Christmas. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! That's some that's some good herb. <laughs>
3: and I I have a couple more, but mm-hmm. They're good. you touch me with the same hands that killed my wife.
2: Yeah. Wow, you
3: knew. Oh.
2: Ugh. Heartbreaking. Were
3: you Heartbreaking. just rude to Pam? I'm rude to yeah. everybody.
2: <laughs> and
3: then my other one was oh, everybody
0: quiet. I was so like, are you high? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. <gasps>
1: oh, okay. Oh, if I could, could
2: quote the entire poker game, I would. Oh, it's but
0: good. I love it. Let's make it really crazy. Everybody falls. Oh, I, I like I like your London winner. accent. And as you have been to London, it's completely it, active.
2: Yes, it is.
0: <laughs>
2: as is my Scottish accent and my
0: Gloucestershire accent. And <laughs> my... <laughs> That's just my my American accent because I've been to America. Hey y'all, I'm I'm from America. America.
4: America. America, I'm
0: from from America. Uh, My name's Claire. you got the art. The, f- ours,
4: the so. first accent that, that, that most of the, my UK friends go for is Texas, and I love it.
1: Claire, all I could picture when you were doing that accent was you in a gigantic cowboy hat. Like yes. a Texas, a Texas <laughs> oil uh, it, uh, with, with the like
2: cowboy, cowboy boots and the spurs. Yes. <laughs> Well, I know what I'm wearing right now.
4: (laughs) While on the toilet? Oh
1: my god, a cowboy hat and cowboy boots with spurs on the toilet. (laughs) It's weird, guys, because
0: I've had, like, since I started working back in the shops, obviously working with the public, I've had, like, like, uh, uh, probably around, like, eight or nine people, like, chatting to me go what part of australia are you from and i'm like i'm not australia yeah and it's not like i'm i'm in america or something so people might mistake my english accent i'm in england i'm from the town i'm working in the town i was born in that everyone has this accent and they're like where are you you from in australia i'm like london oh well
2: everyone everyone for some reason thinks we're yankees around here even though we have we have Southern
4: accents. We we mask our Southern accents a little bit by just as a matter of habit, but you know.
2: Not when we're around our family, though. Well, that's true. <laughs> <You're> like, <"Hey laughs> I reckon Duffles. we
0: gotta go over there to.
4: <laughs> we're we're actually planning on going to Canada this summer, so we can master another accent. Yeah.
0: yeah. You can in- inception Canada or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Show
5: you.
0: Where is it? Which part of Canada is it? They say so- Sorry, Matt. Three. I don't Three. Know.
5: Three? Was it the West? It- we say
0: that? No, you don't. I thought you were saying they say it more in the West.
1: They say it more mid, like, Upper Canada, I think, which is Ontario. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so. Ask more. Um, Ma- tell Moira to apologize to you sometime and see what that sounds like. <laughs> just out of curiosity. <laughs> but I think it could also be that it's just like. Maybe it's like, uh, more like, you know, if you if you don't try to speak properly and you let your accent go through. Do you know what I mean? Like, some accent. Yeah. People try to hide, and some people don't, so I think it just depends.
0: Mm, I'm going to ask her to apologize now and not tell her why.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) So we have one piece of feedback this week from Heidi. Does anyone want to read it? Robin, you can read it. Oh, You can work hard for their money. (laughs) I'll pay you.
3: (laughs) I will read it like Will. Hey, guys, this is from Heidi. (laughs) All right. Uh, she says, Hey, guys, I hope the guy slamming his head against the wall passed out really quickly. I wasn't really finding anything too interesting about this episode until Jessica went on Veronica Mars with the You're a Winner phone call. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I hope it doesn't uh, take until episode 12 for Luke to learn what Jessica did to his wife because of Kilgrave. Oh, okay, it's going to happen maybe this episode. <laughs> I, okay, a thought, uh, email, here we go. Um... I like that Jessica had to confess, and he didn't just find out by reading the file. Yeah. Could Kilgrave not mind control that homeowner? Why did he have to give him all that money for his house? At the end, he tells the homeowner to leave, and he does. I don't get why he paid double the price for his house. Because it's has yeah, to be really legal, Heidi.
0: This. It's got to be legal. Well, I'm guessing that he thinks he's going to be there a while.
3: Well, I'm going to go with your guess, because uh, you've seen the entire series. <laughs> I'm with Claire. Who else? She's with me. The email continues. Jessica's sending Kilgrave pictures is going to lead to badness. She's going to have more than a few minutes late at some point. I like Malcolm getting all philosophical at the Kilgrave support group. I don't know what Hogarth is up to, but it's really creepy. Oh, yikes. Jessica used to live at that house. That is why it's so important. But I still don't know why he had to pay so much for it. In the streets. Ooh, very interesting. Mm -hmm. This one wasn't the best episode, but it got pretty good by the end. Until next time, Heidi. Thanks,
0: Heidi. Um, And I did have another email from Rebecca, our listener. Um, I'm going to read it. It was when we were talking about, last week, we were talking a little bit about the Iron Fist casting call, and obviously they were looking for um, someone to play Dylan Kendall, which we assume was Danny Rand, and an older gentleman. Um... And she's given some options as, as to who that could be. One is Harold, Harold Meacham of Rand Meacham, um, which is the company. As in the comics, I guess it's not Rand Corp. And in the in the shows, we know it's Rand Corp because that is the name that was on the truck that um, that had the chemicals that spilled in Little Daredevil's eyes in uh, Daredevil. Uh, it could also be Orson Randall. He's from the Immortal Iron Fist comics. Um, She says that's based on them being Caucasian in the casting call. Um, uh, Some people have suggested uh, the older gentleman could be playing a character called Davos, who I thought was from Game of Thrones slash Doctor Who, but okay. Um, But She says he's from Kunlun, so she thinks him being Caucasian would be just wrong. She doesn't want to say too much on why these two jump out, um, but she thinks the casting call has the same initials as Harold Meacham. Um, And that's all I'm going to say, because there's a little bit of
3: spoilers, so... Um, it's all great to me. I have no idea. She says she would like, really
0: like it to be Harold. So that's cool. Uh, I'm going to go with.
3: I'm, I'm going agree with her. Yeah.
0: Mm, it could be Davros. <laughs> it would be great if it was Davros. He just turns up. Doc
3: Orson is, gonna be a, is a fun uh, is a fun name to say every week though.
0: Orson. 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 Uh, so now it is time to score this episode. Um, which one of our lovely three uh, three lovely guests would like to go first?
4: Mm. Well, Elfie has wandered off. Oh. So <laughs> we're down to
5: two.
2: Love. Um, I really enjoyed this episode. I um was sobbing the entire time (laughs) I was watching this. I kind of do that. Uh, (laughs) I get really into it, guys. Um, and I I like that the thing between Jessica and Luke was like the secret came out. It was finally resolved. They're not going to drag this out for, like, 22 episodes, entire seasons, whatever. <laughs> um, but it it isn't, like, one that really sticks out in my brain like a few other episodes, including some that are coming up. Um, so it, it's sort of on a sliding scale of what I've seen from Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 um, uh, high-grade pot plants.
4: <laughs> uh he i yeah it's hard to rate this series as a whole because we binge watched it and just the whole thing is so good i, I don't think there are any weak episodes um but so this one uh though yeah lots of good stuff happened um some amazing acting from both of them there, especially with this, with the uh big reveal um some interesting stuff with Kilgrave. We finally get to sort of see him in action and all of his evilness, and so i'm gonna give it um i'm gonna say eight and a half out of ten uh fictional xbox ones <laughs> cool
0: okay um Matt. <laughs>
5: I don't know what you guys are all on about. This is the best episode yet.
1: <laughs> cool.
5: Uh, I liked everything the about the whole episode. series. Yet is the issue. Ooh. Yet is exactly <laughs> the issue.
4: If I if I gave this one a ten of ten, then there's no room
5: to yeah. go up. But Claire Claire has been quoted as saying that she none of the episodes stand out for her, but one to me is above the, the others that I've seen. Uh, so far, this would be my episode two of Daredevil. Claire. Oh <laughs> wow, that's nice. Uh, yeah. I can't really explain why I was just compelled. Like the the, everything that was happening on screen was very compelling the whole time, and I don't know. I just enjoyed it. Um, uh, I don't know. I'll give it a ten out of ten. Unfortunate revelations.
1: Aww, aww, Uh, Did you say my name? I did. I thought you called me Man. Hey, Man. (laughs) Hey, Man. man. (laughs) <laughs> okay. uh, I disagree completely with Matt. Zero out of ten.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's just because he's not going to like hunt down the person who kills you in the future. That's right. About. <laughs> um,
1: actually, yeah, no, actually, I, I agree with Matt. Actually, I was the one who told Matt, I was like, Matt, I gave this one a ten out of ten. And he's like, yeah, me too. <laughs> hey, <that's> so cool. <laughs> Um, but I couldn't, I couldn't find anything wrong with this episode. Again, like Matt said, like, I was compelled the whole way through, and I was just, the story was really interesting to me this time around, and it, nothing felt false to me the whole episode, so I really liked that. And I like, like Matt, I like Kilgrave moments. <laughs> oh, we should call them, <laughs> we should call them Kilgrave moments. <laughs> 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 so
0: maybe we'll introduce a new section, which is our, our favorite use of a Killgrave
1: moment. <laughs> maybe. back I mean, in the show
4: more. I guess
1: <laughs> a, it's I guess like Hallmark
4: a- moments, except the cards for the Killgrave moments are just,
1: I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I will give it a uh, 10 out of 10 Killgrave moment. <laughs> <laughs> Robin.
3: Wow, um, I can't say it's the best of the season. It's not even as good as last week. I think um, the problem. The problem is there's there's some really good emotional beats we get to at the end, and some really kind of like fucked up shit like with uh, uh, Kilgrave. Um, but the case I felt was kind of monotonous and kind of tropey. I mean, we go to we go to the uh, kidnapped person's apartment. It's like well, why didn't he, you know, a person would be kidnapped wouldn't take, like, his toothbrush and comb or whatever? And it's like, yeah, of course, you know, because <laughs> it's just something we've seen before. Mm-hmm. I thought um, maybe the case could have been a lot more interesting getting to the moment uh, where Luke discovers uh, Jessica's, which Jessica's been holding out on him about. Uh, that, that, that whole thing was kind of boring. Um, it did actually get us to uh, another action scene but again I'm I'm almost like frustrated with the action scenes cuz like I love the brawls but I'm also like I just can't wait till Jessica and Luke like really duke it out because it's gonna happen it's <laughs> gonna happen <laughs> uh, be, because you know it's just like like these these fight scenes are just people trying to hurt Luke or Jessica and they just get swatted down like flies. (laughs) And they're just more of an annoyance than anything, except for the you know, when they used the, you know, electroshock uh, rods on Jessica that one time. So... You know, I, I wasn't as impressed as uh, uh, as you guys were. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10 uh, purple fetuses. Mm. Purple feet eye?
0: Purple A feet eye, baby. <laughs> um, I don't like
2: Okay, you now what? Have... Oh, sorry, real quick. Now I'm picturing Jessica Jones and Luke Cage as Holmes and Watson. You see, my dear Cage, but you do not observe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sorry, go ahead. Oh, that's okay. I, um, yeah, I really like this episode. I love the character stuff with Luke and Jessica. Um, I agree with Robin a bit that the, the case, um, could have been a bit more interesting, but the case, I mean, was pretty much just there to get us from point A to point B, as, as in Jessica having to reveal, um, uh, the real, you know, the truth behind Reaver's death, uh, to Luke. Um, I could have done without the Hope stuff in this episode. I don't know why. Like, it it was fine. I kind of wish it was in last week's episode more. Um, I don't know, like, I I just couldn't get enough of, like, Luke and and Jessica in this episode. Um, the Kill stuff is great. I love that we got a proper scene with him. Um... I love that he's introduced slowly, and we're slowly getting more of him. I think that's great. So yeah, I I think a really, really strong episode. um, Really great emotional beats in it. Um, So I'm going to give it a, I'll give it a eight and a half out of ten. Motorcycle handhugs.
3: Oh. This is the uh, second highest-rated episode of the season so far. Ooh. Most highest one is nine point three for it's called whiskey. This is an eight point eight five.
0: Nice. nice, nice. Ooh, I love. I, I think it's really interesting seeing what episodes people love, and you know, like we we like different things in some of the episodes. I think that's great. I think it's it's nice having variety. Yeah, that's cool. Right, well, that was the episode. So um, I'm going to thank Heath and Angela and Elfie for coming on the podcast. Um, and where can we find you guys, including Elfie? Does Elfie have any podcasts?
4: <laughs> she's on every podcast. She's five. on all of our podcasts. <laughs> uh, so we are probably most present with the Red Dwarf intro cast, uh, which is Right now, in sort of a hiatus, we just put out a Christmas episode where we went back and re-reviewed an old one that we trashed and people were mad. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, the Red Dwarf intro cast, it's probably going to restart up when they start showing Red Dwarf again, uh, because I it's got a 11. season, Series 11 now. You, um, and please. then we are about to come out with another intro cast, the Star Wars intro cast, uh, where uh, Rosie and her son Max and uh, Jonathan Caps and um, Quinn, the drummer, yes. uh, all... Uh, we're all yeah. watching,
2: and uh, Quinn and Rosie and her 10-year-old son, Max, have not really seen Star Wars. So, like they've sort of been aware of Star Wars, but not really sat down and see it, seen it. So we're showing them to them in the machete order. The machete
4: order. So yes. far, we've seen A New Hope, uh, Empire Strikes Back. We then did a special holiday episode for the Star Wars Holiday Special.
2: And they um, hate us now. <laughs> then, so we've, we've
4: recorded those, and uh, hopefully before, uh, the as the year rings in, I will start getting some of those episodes out.
0: Are you guys going to cover other stuff? And I am film. on...
4: I, I don't think we're going to get too much into the expanded universe. I think Rosie wants to talk about the Ewok. Apparently, the Ewok cartoon was much bigger over there than it was here.
0: Yeah, uh, it was and big British. over here. I don't know where yeah, it was from. Is she from the UK? She's British. Yes, yeah,
4: yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember she watching it a kid. From, yeah. uh, it was
0: big.
2: Yeah, it was big. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't really here. Yeah. Um, oh, yes. I am on the podcast Through the Pages of Sherlock Holmes, where we... Uh, read uh, the canon of Sherlock Holmes and occasionally watch adaptations and we will start getting episodes out again. We've got a big backlog. Uh, but Tabs, Tabs, Tabs has been, uh, you know, getting engaged and
0: <laughs> lots of things like that.
2: But so. she
4: really needs to get her priorities straight and get more podcast episodes out. <laughs> oh, like,
0: how dare she? Are yeah. you guys going to cover the, um, the New Year's episode of Sherlock? I know that's going to be shown.
2: Uh, no, because, uh, our newbie has not, like, he's just finished season one of Sherlock. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll eventually cover it, but not, like, right on the spot.
4: They're showing him Sherlock as the episodes parallel various of uh, the original stories.
2: Yeah, trying to, <laughs> since
0: Sherlock is such a mishmash, mishmash-mosh. <laughs> mishmash-mosh, cool. Um, okay, well, thanks for coming on, guys, and if you would like to come back for Luke Cage, you are more than welcome. We would love to have the three of you That's
3: back. Yes.
0: Always a pleasure, yeah. never a chore.
3: You're not invited back for Daredevil Season 2, though. Oh,
0: no. yeah, you're not invited back for that, no.
3: Absolutely. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a strange omission.
0: <laughs> yeah. I keep forgetting really that Daredevil like... season two is coming out. I really do. Yeah. And then I and then you remind me and then in my heart I'm like
4: <laughs> There's gonna be so much goodness though. Such a oh. wonderful And then surprise. when we get all of the Defenders and the Agents of Shield and all of the Avengers together in one gigantic <laughs> Extravaganza!
0: That's gonna be the day that I die. It'd, it'd of. to be really confusing. It. My heart is gonna explode into glitter.
1: <laughs> no! <laughs> you guys
0: will all have to, you know, hunt down Marvel to, you know.
4: And and we'll have we'll have somebody use the time gem and in the infinity gauntlet to bring Agent Carter into because you know. Oh. Why not?
0: Oh yeah, when the season Oh, two, Agent Carter! That. I love her. Yeah. Me too. Okay. So, um, my lovely hosts, have you been up to anything this week you would like to plug? Apart from Christmas and stuff? Um,
3: uh, I haven't been up to anything... Wait, did you call me a lovely?
0: Hmm? Yeah, I said my my lovelies or something. I don't know. Okay.
3: <laughs> Thanks, I'm blushing. You yeah. uh,
5: said my lovely photos.
3: I haven't been... <laughs> oh, I thought you said my lovelies. Not
5: flying. We're not flying monkeys, Claire. thank
3: <laughs> 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 um, uh, no, I have nothing to plug But I just wanted to answer a question Just to ask uh, Agent Carter Season 2 premieres January 19th And I'm very much looking forward to it Wow,
1: I didn't realize it was that soon Yay I
4: knew it was kind of Yay! Happened, but
1: it's just after yeah. my birthday
0: Yay Happy birthday That's the best <laughs> birthday present anyone can ever have <laughs> uh, Apart from Daredevil Season 2 Yay <laughs> <laughs> um, Cool And Matt and Mel, is there anything you would like to plug? Uh,
5: what we make podcasts, the Terminator podcast uh, Hoopalcast a Deadwood podcast. Twin Peaks podcast, a Twin Peaks podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Carney Carn, it's not about Carnies, well, it sort of is. You're on that, okay. it's about Carnival.
5: Matt yeah. is wrong about games.
1: Yeah. A podcast about Matt being wrong about games.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All the Matt. If Definitely. you're on Matt and you're listening and you're wrong about games, you can be on that podcast.
1: Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. sure. I can't believe you plugged your own stuff. ABC needs a lot of help getting the word out about Agent Carter. What? I was selfless this year. <laughs> This year? Yeah, well, it's the end of the year, so I just might as well sum up the entire year. Wow. Selfless. <laughs> selfless the
1: So you're counting, you're counting the being selfless at the end of the
3: year as being selfless the entire year? <laughs> 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 yeah, like I reformatted That's this entire logic. hard drive here. And <laughs> selfless all over. <laughs> Also, Um, the movie
1: Selfless. Don't watch uh, it. Oh, yeah, it looks
0: terrible. I was like... It's not good. Yeah, I saw the trailer. I was like, I'm not
3: watching that. No,
0: no, no way. Right, well, we should uh, talk about next week's episode. So next week, our guest is going to be Vicky, who guested as well on Dedo. And... Uh, we will be discussing the episode And there's probably she probably picked this one I can't remember because of the title Because uh, I did give her an option The next week's episode is episode 7 A.K.A. Top Shelf Perverts
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> What do you think that's going to be about, guys?
3: Classy perverts
1: well, Yeah, perverts
3: perfect. are really just higher than the high class prostitutes <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's going to be a perverted elf on the shelf <laughs> <laughs> He's put on the top shelf because he can survey everything. He can look at like everyone's cleavage. a <laughs> <laughs> pervy. I don't like that. Yes, oh. yes. like you'll top find shelf. you'll open the drawer in the morning and you'll find them in your underwear drawer. Ooh,
0: <laughs> like the little traveler from X Files. That sounds lovely. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, okay, <laughs> fair enough.
4: I've I've heard that if you take a bottom oh sorry I've heard that if you take a bottom shelf pervert and run it through a charcoal charcoal filter a few times it's just like a top shelf (laughs) pervert
0: maybe that's what's going to happen in next week's episode uh yeah so i think um heath and angela and um and elfie should take us out with an excelsior for this week
1: (laughs) excelsior excelsior
3: stop squeezing it that's mean bye thank you for listening
0: you can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail.com you can find us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash defenderspodcast or on twitter at defenderspod